0: episode 594 of the lead podcast i'm nick cooper joining me is aiden Rockarts. hey how's it going hey how's it going and uh no colton this week he is doing some work stuff so he's not allowed to to talk about video games uh during this time um but yeah we've got a, a pretty fun show for you guys today uh we've got two new patrons a little bit of lead cast news probably gonna hear about some tournament results uh, a decent number of um, things in the new news. Uh, pretty excited about all of these, to be honest. Uh, we'll hear from NordVPN and then move into Roundtable and Mail Fight. Aiden, how was your week, buddy?
1: Mike was good. Uh, played a little bit of ranked on my main. Played a little bit of ranked on my smurf. Got my smurf to master here after my seventh attempt at getting master yeah. get my smurf. yeah. So no one stops me from getting master here seven times. We're all going to make it. Yeah, yeah yeah uh and then i've recently been playing on my i think it's like a platform account or something from last year i think it like i was i ended in platform but i think it also like decayed from like diamond maybe or something like that because mm-hmm. my mmr on it like I, I was at one point i was i'm playing my promotion or placement games i guess is what they're called and i was gold too and i'm playing in like d4 lobbies and now i'm platform playing in like d2 lobbies. <laughs> so uh it's a little wacky but i'm winning all the games it is oh, crazy yeah. like if you play the game actively, how good you are! Like, I think it just goes for anyone. If you like actively, like, yeah. are warmed up and whatever. Because, like, I am playing against like D two top laners, um, and I am fucking just washing them every game. Like, and it's like D two is not like low yellow or whatever, but like mm. since I've just been playing like perma five hundred points master like games, sometimes even higher, it just feels like these games are so easy.
0: <laughs> that's that's funny. It's funny that you would um say that. I uh, I do think like being warmed up is like a crazy good benefit to have compared to. I don't know the alternative
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i played against the fucking d1 darius main like earlier and it's just like i don't know man i just fucking that's a matchup that like a year ago me would have just i would have lost a hundred times over but Mm -hmm. it just felt i just feel good playing oh yeah which is cool still don't think i'm gonna go for gm because i mean i'm still like a little depressed about uh trying to get to fucking 700 points when it's just i don't know just feels impossible to reach Mm -hmm. even feel bad i was looking at dan man uh friend of the show um he was gm 850 or something like that last week um and now he's master 430 and it's like what? that's just miserable because like now he has to climb another like 250 points to get back to like this rank that doesn't mean anything
0: (laughs) yeah yeah that sucks i don't know
1: yeah i think the whole master grandmaster challenger system is not optimal optimal but uh i guess there's no real good way to fix it you know what i mean unless you mm-hmm. introduce more artificial ranks which is still the exact same thing but with just different colors on it you know what i mean different yeah. uh, package different ways but uh either way i'm enjoying league it's fun didn't uh, have done a ton of community games these past couple weeks even crushing uh, played it. a top thresh game where uh i, I played static ship top thresh like uh, from the the boss has been playing it on his like main account or his smurf account i guess it's the one that has his account name but it's not actual his main account uh. <laughs> um uh, and it's pretty good. Uh, definitely see how, like, if you lose, like, lane on it, you probably just, like, go 0-15 and then get reported, and then permabanned. But um, in a community game, it was super fun to play. Um, outside of that, did the random tournament this past weekend, uh, which was super fun. Uh, congrats to Soda's team. Uh, they are all just giga chads who are good at the game, despite not ever playing ranked.
0: Uh, so they yeah. fuck
1: up my tournament seating every single time because huh. uh, they're all easily, like, high plat low diamond players but they none of them play ranked so they're all just perma gold mm. uh it's just funny because they're all just really good i just feel like none of them none of them enjoy playing either, even summoners rift they only play aram like
0: oh oh interesting okay
1: yeah they're hmm. all good though i think one of their friends played ranked for like the first time the season and he's plat one though so that's pretty crazy i think they're all around that level though
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really impressive i feel like um especially yeah. for that that level you know
1: yeah. I mean, they all just play Giga Chad characters like Fiora, Irelia, Akali, mm-hmm. you know, shit like that. So,
0: Yon. oh yeah.
1: Um, outside of that, though, tournament really went really well. We probably saw like over 130 different characters played over like a five hour period, which was super fun. Um, we got to witness Pards Bay's fucking uh, support Shaco, which I had no faith in to be able to play, but uh, he kind of carried that game. Uh, that was probably the most fun game to watch. If anyone went back on my like Twitch, uh, I think it's like game
0: four.
1: Um, we're Pards based team. High. Yeah, they have Shaco support. They have Top tarik Um, jungle Viego. I think it's
0: game three. I think it's the one right after I left. Yeah, yeah. I think is what parts uh, it's what It's name. a
1: really good game, though, man. Fucking like Top Tarek just carrying a game is so fun to watch. Hell yeah! <laughs> and I feel like that's the only time. This is the only format you'd ever see something like that. Yeah. So really, really cool. Um, and then yeah, that's kind of it, I guess. Just very fun tournament overall. Uh, I really like the format. Um. The randomness was fun. I also like the idea of... It's not really, like, normal tournament structure, and I feel like it confused a couple of people, but I like the idea of having these round-robin groups where then everyone plays everyone plays the same number of games, so no one's, like, you lose two and you're out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to play, like, the entire time, which I think is just a more fun tournament for a casual style. Yeah. Like, if you're doing, like, a full Summoner's Rift, like, regular-ass tournament, then I can understand, like, that not being a good format, but for anything that's, like, not super competitive, I think just having people play the entire time and have fun is way more optimal
0: yeah i think so too um maybe it's something that we could uh implement when um the 2v2v2v2 mode comes out i think that would be a a a really fun way to do it
1: yeah it's cool uh that's kind of my week though lots of fun lots of good stuff what about you
0: um let's see uh i think i'm down like 60 something points at this point i had a, a, a pretty rough morning in terms of uh in terms of ranked but that's all right still plenty of time um got my smurf to 29 inching closer to to 30 and i still don't have enough blue essence for all of the characters in our pool so thank you riot games um otherwise let's see continuing on with hollow knight um i think i'm going to upset a lot of people with the way that i'm going to give my review of it when all is said and done um I don't think I'm in enjoying it as much as I am supposed to, I guess, but, um, we'll see. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll continue. Um, uh, I just got the super dash. So Hell yeah. that's, um, that's where I'm at. That's, I mean, it's a pretty cool mechanic, but, um, yeah, I think otherwise, oh my, uh, so my girlfriend and I have just been playing through like a bunch of two player games. Uh, we just finished Magica two, which was okay. Um, and, uh, kind of running out of um, things to do in that, in that like world the, the co-op world. So uh, going to play through Detroit, become human with her. Uh, we just Hell did the, yeah. the very, very first part of it. Um, I think, I think we're going to split it up. She plays as Marcus and Kara, and I'm going to play as Connor. So it's uh, yeah, it's going to, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I uh, we will have Kennedy to, and I played through it. it ha- we'll have to hold back my disdain for David cage games. Um,
1: it's fun, man. It's the best David Cage game by like a lot. Yeah, time.
0: yeah. I definitely think it's the best. I still think like it's um just thinking back to like any time he's uh, or it's it's come out like oh you know it's not an allegory for for slavery, <laughs> and then like one of the very first scenes is the uh is Marcus getting on the bus and he's just sta- <laughs> he standing to to the in the back of the, back back of the of bus yeah. with all the rest of the androids. Yeah. <laughs> like oh okay sure yeah 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 whatever. Um. So that's been that's been interesting. Um, I think that's pretty much it. So we'll get on with the show. We've got two patrons. Shout out to Trevor and Chandler. Thank you very much for supporting us. Uh, I guess. Do you want to talk about anything else? Lee Cast news related? Mm, I guess you kind of already did. <laughs> I guess the only thing is, I'm almost
1: certainly going to do like the the master student thing, like the hell yeah mm-hmm. platinum the plus. Coach below platinum like coaching yeah coach i'm gonna call it studio coaching because it's not actual coaching okay um but i think i'm gonna do it I, i'll probably have like signups and stuff go up like maybe not this weekend but maybe next weekend after i finalize some things um and it'll be like a test run uh so it'll like definitely run like the entire like this split or whatever so like from like july 19th to like the end mm-hmm. um and we'll, we'll see how it goes uh, i think it'll be fun um my whole goal is that it will be an enjoyable thing where people can hopefully help each other and engage more in the community and. My only hope is that uh, no one gets upset because I don't want to have to deal with people being like, "My coach doesn't coach me enough." Yeah, uh, When they're not actually a coach and they're just giving their free time to help. It's not going <laughs> to be very fun. That's going to be my goal because uh, if that, if not, if not, I get like no complaints, I'll probably do it again. If I get enough complaints, I probably won't want to do it <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, understandable. So uh, that's that's good, and I'm also probably going to do with a big like highest mastery champion one v one thing again um that's probably not gonna be for a while because i'm gonna do it like the day that not in a fury gets released but the next character Mm -hmm. whose name is like briar i think there's like the vampire character um but i don't think that character is gonna get released probably until like september or something like that yeah maybe even later but if that character when that character comes out i'll probably launch that one v one thing uh weeks leading up to it though i'll probably uh Put out like the applications for signing up for the character you're gonna play in it, and it's gonna be based on purely just highest mastery score. So, get spamming characters yeah, start, that you wanna start play. Start
0: that up. It's funny. Yeah. Um. Cool, cool, cool. do you, Should we get into the the show proper then? Yeah. Let's do the patch first because I think it's the most boring thing here. Surprisingly enough. Boring. Um. So patch thirteen thirteen. We'll just jump right off. Uh. The they talk about the ranked reset for the mid season or or split one. Um check your times on here uh but it's the 19th through the 21st it looks like based on based on server
1: that's when the new season starts so the season ends on the 17th and then the new season starts on the 19th there's like a two-day down period uh, okay but just just like as a reminder obviously it's based on like your own like time zone but that's kind of the gist of it okay cool
0: um so we'll get into the champion uh the champion changes any Q magic damage is decreased. Woo! <laughs> uh, Felio
1: Severum life steal decrease gravitum slow uh, duration decrease uh, crescendum base attack speed decrease. The only one that matters is the the sh- uh, shocker one. But
0: yeah, I think um I th- actually think the gravitum is pretty good too because I think the slow duration on attacks is like that's not super important, but I think that's also the reactivation time for the root.
1: If it works that way, then it will be big. If it doesn't, like, you still have 3.5 seconds to reactivate it sort of thing, then I don't think this change affects him at all, if that makes sense. Yeah,
0: I, yeah, I feel like it's based on the slow, but I could be wrong about that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to look into it right now, but it's very confusing. Yeah, for sure. I imagine that wiki page is not. Oh, yeah,
1: no, it says uh, Felios expunges all enemies with their, with gravitum slow, so mm-hmm. it should affect that, which that would be pretty big. Yeah, because the biggest thing is you see pros, like, all of them once. And, and you just then- wait. Wait three and a half seconds, yeah. and then you get to uh, stun them for a second. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's either that or just instantly. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um. Cool. Uh, Ivern is up next. W on hit magic damage is decreased. Daisy move speed decreased, and the slam base damage is decreased. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't hot fixer
1: before this. Yeah,
0: like- I'm. I'm actually surprised that there's not more nerfs. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just the base damage. It doesn't change any of his scalings or anything like that, which I think was the, the biggest issue, right?
1: Yeah, I, I feel like Daisy just procking on hit stuff is like an issue in itself. But I also understand that you can't just like they can't just go okay, we're going to remove that, uh, like because you have to turbo buff the character, and that just sounds like a lot of work on their plate. But
0: that's interesting. I I so before this week, I did not realize that um, Daisy procked on hit abilities. Like Only that. with
1: like the the rework thingy, like the mini rework. That's when it started. Oh,
0: okay. So really, really recent. Gotcha. yeah so like
1: you'll see like stuff like top laner top iverns mm-hmm. running press the attack on uh, them because you hit six you summon a bush summon daisy in the bush put a shield on her throw your cue daisy jumps to them slows them and then procs press the attack and knocks them up like without them being able to do anything
0: which is a crazy combo <laughs> that's interesting i don't see um oh okay it says daisy applies spell effects yeah huh interesting i wonder if it's a bug with the with press the attack it seems like it shouldn't work that way
1: yeah it does which is it's crazy oh. i don't think it's i don't even think it's like that optimal it's only like kind of useful for that like most people run still run area on her which she can obviously proc by autoing but yeah um press the attack seems like a wacky combo for daisy to be able to do
0: gotcha yeah it does it does um cool that was Ivern.
1: next is kindred base health and
0: armor decreased uh, Nico, I mean, not, not Nico. sorry, skipping Lee Sin. Um, Q damage is, is increased. Yay. Are you doing
1: the full one where both parts of his Q get? Trying to figure out. Okay. Um, so it looks like they um, only
0: buffed bonus attack damage ratios.
1: Yeah. They Okay. They, were, they So they took away the... They were going to also buff the base damage as well. So they're they not they doing were, the double buff.
0: They added like 50 damage to q1 and q2 right initially yeah uh and the in this in the buffs the ratio buffs yeah yuck yucky
1: so they pulled some of that i mean i like at least seeing lisa and i feel like we talked about this a little bit on the discard mm-hmm. where it'd be really interesting if they didn't only just fucking change his q and his r over and over um like and I think only the cool damage ratios
0: like... for it too they don't change anything <laughs> else about it
1: yeah it feels like it would be really cool if like he had less damage but was able to make more plays yeah. with his w like you know I what mean? stuff like that mm-hmm. but uh next is Nico. Her Q cooldown is increased, her W damage is adjusted, and her R is adjusted. The biggest change about her R is that she now like comes out of disguise for the she's only disguised for the first point five seconds uh when she's disguised and uses R. Mm-hmm. Um so she's revealed for the next like 0. 0.75 rather than being disguised for like the entire first part of it, which uh was gross.
0: Yeah, super gross. Um Nidalee, base move speed is increased.
1: Woo <laughs> Uh, next is reksai base attack damage decreased. base health decreased. the health change is the bigger one it's going down by 60 uh, sorry for 40 um it's mostly a nerf for like lane reksai obviously it's gonna affect jungle reksai as well but the health nerf will more directly affect uh top reksai Mm -hmm. so that's
0: good yeah i'm surprised these changes aren't bigger she has a a pretty disgusting win rate right now right she's the best jungler in the game for sure (laughs) yeah i think um someone said that she doesn't have any losing matchups on like for anyone in the entire game, and I looked it up. Yeah. and she, she's right, or they're they're right. There, there are some that are close. Like Fiddle Six is what fifty point seven. It looks like, but she's <laughs> it's crazy. She's sitting at a fifty four point five percent win rate in Plat Plus.
1: That's right. Well, that's wild. I don't yeah. know. I haven't seen that character lose. I think actually I've seen that character lose once because that was the game where I played support, and then my jungler told me that uh, I make people's lives worse by playing support <laughs> mm. <laughs> and not dodging. Um But yeah. That's the only game of Rex I've seen lose so huh. far. Cool. Next is Rel, uh, whose health regeneration de- growth is decreased, uh, base MR is decreased, MR growth is decreased, Q damage to monsters is increased, W shield decreased, dismounted, attack speed adjusted, and E monster damage is increased. So, nerfs to support Rel, buffs to jungle Rel. I don't know why we're trying to make her work for jungle, but...
0: Yeah, good question. Um, I don't really know either. I uh, I, I feel like I'm a, an outspoken... Um, anti-jungle buff uh uh person i i don't like when I mean, just characters receive right? like random jungle buffs yeah
1: like in theory every single character in the game could receive monster damage buffs and they just kind of pick and choose which ones they want to right
0: yeah yeah and i i just think it's like really lame when um like oh morgana is the best jungler in the game right now because she received damage buffs and not because like she actually fulfills a like a purpose in the jungle you know yeah. So
1: no for sure. I mean like the reality is like look at a character like obviously I'm just gonna use Tom Kench as an example. Like there's a world in which they just add like monster damage to his W, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like and that's just so arbitrary, like <laughs> and yep. then he probably played jungle. Like
0: <laughs> Yeah. Um cool. So and then next up is Varus. W on hit magic damage is increased, and the damage per blight stack is decreased.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm glad I'm, I'm this is probably needed. Uh they even said like uh it, it's a certainly an interesting build and quite strong. But his unique niche is ideal one thousand plus sixty percent of your maximum health at twelve hundred <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I'm glad they're nerfing it. Uh next is Vi. Her passive shield is decreased, her R cooldown is increased. Uh only big change here is that like twenty seconds on her rank one R is pretty big because you try to use it yeah. on cooldown usually early. Um so that's kind of cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Um then we have Wukong E damage to monsters uh modifier removed. So it does slightly well it does normal damage to monsters.
1: Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh next is Duskblade. It's getting the bug fixed. So takedowns while channeling, no longer Proc it. So no more Samira alting with Duskblade or Misfortune ulting with Duskblade. So
0: good change. Get the hell out of here, Samira. Um Essence Reaver. Uh it is the the damage calculation is being changed it's less bonus attack damage and more base attack damage so theoretically this is a nerf to ad carries who build this and a buff to um top laners who build this
1: yeah for sure that makes sense mm-hmm. um i guess like uh, the other yeah the other big th- uh this is like honestly kind of a direct nerf at like fucking rengar as well like rengar is like a character who abused old essence River really bad because oh. he gets like the most AD in the game yeah because right? he gets so like a lot now of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're having the amount of AD ratio that you're getting from it so that's a pretty direct bu- nerf to rengar which is nice
0: yeah good yeah I, I forgot that his um uh passive stacks count as bonus attack damage not base
1: yeah it's pretty crazy yeah um Next is static. Thank fucking god this item is dead, by the way. Uh, They are changing the energized minion damage um, to have no AP scaling. So your AP doesn't affect the, like, bolt damage to minions. And the bolt damage to champions is going from 50% AP ratio down to 30%. So, this item, it's probably still, it's obviously still buildable on eighty carries. Like, it's still good on, like, a lot of eighty carries that can, like, don't mind having, like, a magic damage, like, integrate in their team like so like kaisa yeah um is even like honestly not awful with it to be honest um and it's gonna be maybe still, honestly it still might be buildable on leblanc but it won't be like op and it won't be built on like every fucking character in the game
0: anyway. yeah i um i don't know on one hand i eh, obviously the item like being built as often as it is means that there's like some problem with it it needs to be addressed but i think you and i are on the same page where like the item itself is not like it's not terribly op it's just like slightly too strong and i think it's only because like you can wave clear and do other things like the damage to champions is fine if not even a a little low um
1: i i just like disliked um how it turned the game into pve like uh the biggest strength of it is the fact that you can now go from being like an average player who farms six CS a minute to farming 10 CS a minute because you bought this item. That's like crazy. And then B, I fucking hated like, you'd be like, you'd kill like three people in the enemy team and because one of their two remaining people has static shift, they'd auto the wave once um, and then clear it so you can't siege, um, mm, yeah. which is fucking crazy. So it's like, you have to play this game at least at high elo. Uh, that's how it's been. We're like, Oh, they have a shiv user up, so we have to dive their shiv user before they can touch the wave once, which is it's fucking crazy. Like
0: Yeah, that's pretty wild. Not a very fun way to play the game, I'm sure. Yeah. Um but yeah. Uh, Good. Storm razor. Sorry, I was <laughs> finding the place again. Um it looks like the base damage is going up, the ratios are going down, uh with the AP ratio being removed. Boy, this seems like a a bad change.
1: Hmm. Uh yeah, it seems very strong. Like once again they said this is a Rengar nerf, like Yeah. Uh, i don't know Rengar like it's weird that like <laughs> I, this is like the opposite of like what we're seeing with like their patch preview before they pulled all the top lane changes where it's like fuck all these top lane changes feel like they're nerfing these stuff things because eighty carries are strong like the ghost nerf and yeah. like uh stuff like that where it feels like eighty carries are getting getting fucked because rengar builds all the items
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> always been the case i feel like it like maybe not with rengar but you know with Yasuo, Master mastery like historically but yeah yeah cool um
1: just some A.R.M. adjustments the only notable one that i think is fucking funny is atrox is getting buffs
0: uh, oh yeah like atrox
1: is one of the strongest A.R.M. characters in the yeah, game Yeah,
0: you but. and i have uh have opinions on on aram atrox uh and that is he is not weak <laughs> yeah um, he's gross cool uh and then some skins that you could look at <laughs> um and i think didn't they Okay, if you look in the patch preview, this is weird. In the skin section, Nivia, yeah. yeah, the victorious Nivia is there, um, but it is not in the patch. Maybe it's in the the ranked part that we missed up, that we skipped over. That probably is um, like
1: text. Yeah, so victorious Nivia is the uh, ranked um, victorious skin for this year. If you hit gold, or if you play enough games below gold, um, you'll get a chroma to up to whatever elo you get. Um, they all look yeah. pretty good. I think the Grandmaster one looks the best. Uh, yeah, to be which honest. is kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, every year it's different, though. There's definitely years where I thought the plat one looks the best.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
1: Very rarely is it the diamond one because mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of like this washed out, bluey color.
0: Like light, light blue, and yeah.
1: Yeah. Challenger's cool usually, but no mm-hmm. one's ever going to hit Challenger. so.
0: Yeah. Um, cool. Awesome. So let's get into the rest of it. I think Nefiri will be up next. Um, so her abilities got. got uh, i think leaked first and then um i no, no no it was the trailer that got leaked first uh and then her like kind of official release um people are upset about this character uh and and the lore behind it um Oh really? Yeah. We can uh so uh, apparently darkin weapons are never ever ever supposed supposed to break ever which is like the whole point of um Aatrox not being able to to kill himself um ah. And why he, like, just fucking tries to fight everyone so he can find someone to kill him. Uh, so, I, I don't know. People are angry about that. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Nafiri, uh Her passive, we are more. She spawns wolves that attack the targets of her ab- uh, attacks and abilities. Her Q is darkened daggers. She throws two daggers, each if, if inflicting bleed or inflicting bonus damage if they're already bleeding. Um, her... Dogs will leap to uh, champions hit by the skill. Her W is Hound's Pursuit. She and her dogs dash at an enemy, colliding with the first champion hit and dealing damage. It can be blocked a la Caitlyn Ultimate. Her E is Eviscerate. Uh, She dashes and damages enemies in an area, recalling and healing her packmates to full. And her ultimate is Call of the Pack. She empowers her pack and spawns additional packmates, gaining a burst of speed and vision and a shield when she attacks a champion. Uh, on the first champion takedown, all effects are refreshed. So this has uh, been marketed as, uh, what, a very simple assassin to, to play and in, in a way to teach you how to be a good assassin?
1: Yeah, the most simple assassin. Uh, but that being said, they also said that she's still more difficult than, like, other classes, because mm-hmm. um, assassins are typically a pretty difficult class, I would say, overall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she is apparently the most simple assassin ever released.
0: I don't know how to feel about that.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I don't like the idea. I think it probably is a class that should be like very difficult to yeah. play. Because um, usually the whole point is that they're high damage, high mobility. Um, it feels like they're not an assassin if they're not high damage, high mobility. And then it feels like if you have high damage, high mobility, easy is probably not the thing you should tack on after the Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: definitely but not but who ideal. knows? Maybe
1: she's an assassin with like less mobility or less damage than other assassins right um mm-hmm. like i guess you could adjust those levers if those are the three core levers to designing a character for like an assassin if you will um you can think of like the the highest ones like being like like let's just say zed right where he's super high damage pretty high mobility but he's pretty fucking hard to play mm-hmm. like you can play with those um i feel like you can probably do that with most characters it just feels like the way she's been pitched so far is that she's easy so her easy skills all the way up we don't know her damage. So we haven't seen anything, right? And then mobility looks, uh, I guess, like she has some dashes, and she also has like movement speed burst with her ult. So it's not like the craziest assassin mm-hmm. mobility, but it really depends on how much damage she's gonna fucking do. I think.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, damage is gonna be a uh an important aspect behind it. Um, shouldn't be pumping out like, like high level, you know, Zed single target damage if you're playing like Garen um yeah i think she's she i think it's been cited specifically she's like not garen or Annie, but still yeah (laughs) cool
1: i Uh, think she's cool i'm I'm excited i think like i'm definitely not excited about her like easiness uh for an assassin and stuff like that but i do think it's cool that we're getting a non-humanoid character because the last one was yubi four years ago
0: yeah which is crazy yeah um awesome do you want to tell me about the soul event soul fighter event yeah
1: there's a shitload of stuff here. So the, I mean, first, let's just begin with the fact that it, the. So the upcoming event is called Soul Fighter 2023, um, and I would say about 50 percent of people who read that they go, "Oh, this is Project L news." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Understandable, uh, which, which is not even like people like I think uh, in our Discord, someone like watched the the vi- the full video, but they I have volume on maybe or something like that, and they're like, "Oh, is this about Project L?"
0: <laughs> parts. Like, I'm gonna call them out. Yeah, Those parts.
1: Even like the event is like the in-game event in client is like. Uh, a fighting game event yeah. which is fucking confusing uh if you know that they're making a fighting game um but anyways the gist of it is it's a League of Legends event that spans over to TFT Legends of Runeterra and the other game um
0: Wildrift. What's
1: the Wild Rift. That is their other game. Um, so the biggest thing to come in League of Legends, which we'll, t- we'll touch on first, is the new game mode, which is the Arena, which is called I, okay, it just has arena, actually. It's just called Arena. <laughs> it's a fucking <laughs> dog shit name. Cool. Um We'll talk about that in a second. So the things that are to come are the new game mode, Arena, Champion Launch, nefiri a bunch of skins, including the Samira Ultimate Skin, which I don't think we have to talk about yet, but like uh it definitely, they definitely are tempering expectations with what ultimates are against.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, it's good. still
1: cool. It's just, it's just not like, I mean, the reality is they should have never fucking made Elemental's luck they fucked themselves, so. Yeah. Uh, and then, so we're getting a new pass, and then we're getting the in-client metagame experience, the Tournament of Souls, which is going to be this weird fighting game, in-game client thing where, like, it looks like you Press buttons and like fight a different character in like a fighting game thing, mm-hmm. but it's not Project L. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe it's I guess it's it's more fun than anything they've done. Like I guess in clients, it's not like just a visual novel and stuff like that. Yeah, that, that's
0: the only other thing they've done, right? Is the is a VN. So
1: yeah, Um and then to coming to the other game modes for Teamfight Tactics, a uh, bunch of uh cosmetic stuff. They have their own game mode called um Tournament of Souls. Sorry, that's their game mode is called Soul Brawl. Sorry, I found it. Um, which looks pretty cool. And then for Wild Rift, they also have their own game mode which is called Tag Duel, which I'm not sure if you've seen anything about the Wild Rift game mode now. I have not. Uh, it's so you it's a 1v1 game mode, but you select three characters and you can switch between them on the fly.
0: So a fighting game.
1: Like you're still playing League of Legends though, Oh, right? so like,
0: that's sick. Okay. Yeah, so like
1: you can you can like uh say knock up someone with like you could, like, Oriana ult someone, switch to Yasuo, and then ult Yasuo ult, that's for cool. for example. I'm not sure if you can actually use alt like that, but like, yeah. that would be, like, the example of how you do it, which sounds fucking cool. I would love to see something like that in League of Legends. That would be insane.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Wow.
1: Yeah. Super, super cool. And then Legends of is getting fucked. They just get some card art, which is cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's talk about the game mode, uh, uh, the Arena, uh, which is the highly anticipated 2v2v2v2 game Ooh. mode. So... I'm excited. Uh, so you can queue up with uh, a loan. You'll be paired with someone or you can queue up with a duo uh, in pick ban. Everyone gets a ban and then you move it into a blind pick style. So you can see uh, mirror matchups and stuff like that. There, there are no runes and no summoner spells in this Ooh. game mode. So everything's just auto like done. Um, and then you just fight. So it's a, a bunch of rounds where you, you buy something. Um, you have like a starting item that you buy And then you fight around and then you get 3000 gold to uh, buy an item You fight around and then you choose An augment and then you fight around And then you ch- buy another item And then you fight around and then you choose an augment and You fight around like that until the game's over Which is really really cool, That's cool. Um, And all the items are save cost so it's like there's no Like oh I only have 2400 gold mm-hmm. Every item's 3000 gold and you get 3000 gold Every like f- purchase round or whatever That's so, cool Seems really cool Um, there's like a ton of augments, which makes shit crazy. Um, I think they showed some examples of them, stuff like, uh, fireband uh your attack supply an infinitely stacking burn dealing <laughs> damage over time vengeance gain massively increased damage and in omnivamp when your partner is dead and with haste gain movement speed equal to double your ability haste uh like tons of fun stuff uh those are like even some of the more tame ones from what it looks like which is wow. cool like it's uh, in the video i think they show like you can get an augment where every 12 seconds your character randomly shoots out a blitzkrank hook
0: that's <laughs> okay so,
1: it huh. it seems like a good mix of like uh, this brawling type game mode, but also still like a fun game mode that like it's not like you should go into it every single game just trying to win because like there's some goofy shit that's gonna happen. Yeah, which
0: good. seems fun. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, it's cool. Hell yeah, that sounds um, awesome.
1: And when is this coming? This comes out late July, I believe. I'm trying Ooh. to find the exact date. Um, I think it's late July though. Uh, it's after whatever like this dude i hate the events that we currently have where it's like just you can buy boxes and that's the event yeah (laughs) Uh, those are really shit but uh, this seems really cool also like there's like a ton of different arenas so it's not like you're playing in the same arena every like game it's like there's like four or five arenas that you can play in Mm -hmm. um, that are randomly termed each game which is cool Um, there's also a ranking system it's going to be similar to like the tft hyper roll ranking system where you just like progress through the ranks with a number from wood to gladiator whoa Um, we're gonna we're gonna hit Gladiator together, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna do it.
1: Yeah, I think it'd be fun if we like i have like my main account as my tryhard account where I play like to Gladiator with you and then uh mm-hmm. other accounts just to play with like homies and stuff. Hell yeah.
0: It's gonna
1: be um, awesome. Looks really cool though. I'm excited for it. Uh this hopefully they said it's not going to launch with um like custom game type stuff. Mm-hmm. That being said, they this is from a dev blog like Two months ago or whatever they were hoping to after the first patch have it so that you can queue up with like up to eight people similar to like tft and then you just get placed in a game with all your friends okay uh, i think that would be cool because if they yeah. don't do that it's gonna fucking like suck again where it's like we have a community that i'd love to just play this with like for five hours straight
0: yeah this would be a sick um a, a really sick uh community night
1: yeah so hopefully that'd be cool we'll see
0: awesome um, i'm excited Cool, and we already talked about the dev blog too, right?
1: Yeah, that was kind of, was kind of just going through that with all the, the information. That's where most of the information okay. is from. I'd recommend people reading it. Um, lots of other cool stuff in there, like they explain how stuff actually works. Um,
0: but, gotcha. I wasn't sure if you had anything else to add um, about that, but awesome. Should we hear from? They also said so. Also,
1: oops. this event uh, also <laughs> also no adrid <laughs> um, Oh, okay, okay, never mind. But um, the the event is going to last six weeks, by the way. Uh, okay, which is pretty long so we're getting this game for at least six weeks they said it is not permanent Um, but I also think that's partially because A it probably takes a lot of time to upkeep something like this Mm -hmm. and then B last time they said a game mode is going to be permanent was Nexus Blitz Um, and then the fucking play rate died down immediately so they pulled it Uh, so I don't I feel like they probably with the amount of time they're putting into something like this they probably want it to maybe not be permanent but at least return a lot Um, I mean you don't design this much shit I just think that they're probably not going to ever call it permanent because yeah. they don't want to pull something. You know, it feels worse to have something taken away from you than like have something given to you over and over, right? I mm. guess is the way I'd look at it. Yeah, but for sure. I'm excited for it. Also, like just about the patch notes, I kind of I forgot to mention it. This is a three week patch because they're taking their mid year break, whatever, like next week or the Ooh. week after. Um, so we, this is our last patch for the season,
0: by the way. How so, dare Riot take take breaks? Yeah, fuck Riot. <laughs> I can't believe they do that um awesome so yeah no um no nord um should we jump into roundtable do you have a little guffaw that you wanna did you wanna do mm, we could do a quick little guffaw you want to quickly look over all the past scope updates because there's a reddit post
1: about this sure. it was mostly a negative reddit post it was a fuck riot post um Shocking. where it was <laughs> i was like Are i can't believe it? riot's not doing any more uh scope updates um like it's ridiculous that they've been so well-received and they like broke down all the mid-scope updates, mm-hmm. which their basis of titling it that was that Riot said there's not going to be a mid-scope update for the rest of the year. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's so in their mind, they said they're never going to do them again, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's fucking ridiculous. So I'm going to break down like the ones that I think uh, qualify, I guess, like before they didn't used to have this like title of mid-scope update. Okay. But the first one that I think they was a real mid-scope because the way that mid-scope worked originally at least was these low like their champion updates but not like super high end so like they can mostly be done by like the balance team rather than having to pull in like art and mm-hmm. sound and all this other shit so it's usually you'll see characters abilities flopped Um maybe like one new animation but usually it, it's nothing that's going to take too much of like dev time from like other people so like the very first one was the w- Wukong one that's what I would call the very first um uh, mid scope update okay. where they kind of gave him the double alt they gave him um like, they didn't really change that much about him. They gave him a new passive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about that? That I feel like that one was just super boring. <laughs> yeah, that one was
0: a little boring. Um, I, I think, like, it would behoove us to talk about this in, in like, a balance, um, mm-hmm. like, standpoint. Because, uh, obviously, Wukong has been, like, pretty strong for a, a long time now. Um, but overall, like, I... Compared to where he was at, like, previously, I think it's a, it's done a really good job to kind of fix some of his shortcomings and help him become a, like, I would say a pretty meta staple for, for a while now, at least.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it was overall good. It's just, like, a little bit on the boring side, I would say. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I mm. think the idea of just making his alt go twice is so funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Next one was Tom Kench, uh, who received the W and R swap. Um, I guess I have opinions on this one where I think it's way better for the game that he works this way. That being said, I do miss a lot of his old mechanics. Yeah. Uh, just because I think... I think his most fun mechanic in the game is eating people. Uh, mm-hmm. And th- the fact that you get to do that less with this uh, is, I would say, less fun. That being said, I think he's way better for the game in his current iteration. Um, yeah, I think so I too. I I miss backdooring, man. I fucking, like the amount of times where, like, the enemy has, like, an open nexus or, like, an open inhibitor or whatever, and I'm, like, fuck, if I had my old ultimate, I could just TP oh, myself and yeah. there and then win the game. It's, like, fuck. That,
0: that was such a fun thing to do. God, I forgot about that, like, aspect of him. That's crazy, yeah. huh? Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I think, like, l- like you said, I, previously Tom Kinch was, like, I, I mean, I mean, meta-warping, right? He He was the, like, appeal 80 or appeal um support so anything i don't know you just shut down so many options that it's probably probably a good thing that it got sweet uh swapped
1: yeah for sure i mean uh, i i guess what what's your opinion like from an outside perspective because i obviously am super biased about that
0: (laughs) i think like um i think it has made his gameplay more interesting uh obviously healthier um, and I think it's added a lot more like interactability to uh, I guess interaction is that word, not interactability. Um, interaction to like laning both in the support role and as a, a solo laner where, you know, you, you can hit the tongue into the knockup and, and fight from there as opposed to what only having the tongue and to eat like it's probably yeah. less probably less fun for the Tom Kinch player um but I think it like it, it is better for the game
1: yeah that makes sense yeah. cool next one is I guess the, the swing one was a full update wasn't it or was it not I can't remember the swing one, actually oh
0: no the swing one was a full one cuz they they yeah they cha- yeah, yeah cuz they changed like everything well he's gotten like a couple like no you wh-
1: know his his and were released at the same time is the main update was the fact that um they both got the perma stacking ults. that was like the, ah, the okay for them, right
0: gotcha uh, so i guess
1: we can kind of talk about them together because that's the main thing that's changed sure. obviously Olaf got the things like uh, his pass was changed around he got the shield thingy but for the most part i would say the main draw to those two characters was the fact that they got these infinite scaling like time ultimates mm-hmm.
0: yeah um i feel like it hasn't changed swain like a ton um obviously it's better than it was before but i still just don't think it's that like it's certainly not as impactful as um uh olaf having permanent uptime potentially
1: yeah for sure i mean olaf's is definitely the the scarier of the two Mm -hmm. i still don't like that like swain's feels like the infinite stacking just means it's up permanently if he's ever in your team at the beginning Um, yeah yeah, yeah. staying away from olaf for three seconds feels doable Whereas staying away from because his stacks infinitely but then it drops really quickly after five seconds out of combat so as soon as he's in combat for like two seconds or whatever it's just like okay he has it permanently (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) which i feel like kind of defeats the purpose of uh how it how it works (laughs) yeah
0: interesting because i feel like uh i feel like the other way like for me, I feel like it's doable to sort of dodge the um Swain, but I don't know how you dodge the the Olaf with um with Ghost and the movement speed from his ulti.
1: Yeah. I guess just three seconds seems like I'm much more like like I wish Swain is also capped at three seconds. I, I just don't like the timing more than anything. Because the reality is like as soon as he's in the fight for one second, it's up for seven. Like Okay. Yeah. Which, which is crazy. But uh yeah, I do agree that Olaf's kit works way better with that mechanic than Swain's. Swain's is like, okay, you have to buy rallies, you have to hit your ease. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably is also magic. have
0: to have ghost. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: fair. Okay.
0: I can see C- that. Cool.
1: Uh next is Talia, where it's pretty old well just they swap back her. Or like her cue to being the uh the rapid fire thing and then they also changed it so like her she has the big cues and stuff. Um, um AoE plus the big cues, I guess is the only change there. Kinda of boring, to yeah, be honest. Pretty boring. Next would be the Syndra one where they gave her the stacks her passive it's really just a passive rework right there's not much yeah. else i think they changed a couple small things i think her oh. stacking thing is one of the more boring ones in the game
0: i think so too and i think it's because it takes such a long time comparatively i f- I, I, I don't know maybe i'm just like bad at stacking her but i always feel like i'm i'm not even close to stacking it fully um when I, whenever i play her like i primarily on a ram but you feel like you would be stacking that even faster right yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's a little it's a little weird. I, I do like the the breakpoints and stuff like that though. I do think you do feel powerful when you hit them, right? When you hit the hundred uh for like the extra AP I think it is, right? Yeah, it's one twenty for the extra. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. oh it's I, I might have
0: swapped them back, but Yeah. Yeah, I think that's yeah. But yeah, yeah I, cool. I think it's I, I mean she has really cool breakpoints. I like that it um um interacts with all of her abilities like that as well. But it's um I don't know. It's it's a little lackluster, I would say. It does feel tacked on. <laughs> but, okay. I mean, compared to where she was at before, where she was just, like, the predominant lane bully mid laner, like, you, you know, also a, a solid change.
1: Oh, for sure. Next is Jax, who... I'm disappointed by Jax, and I don't like Jax. Okay. hot. Take. I feel like... I mean, the biggest thing is, like, his qwe didn't really change right mm-hmm. like i would say for the they're the, like they're the same 90 percent. yeah and it's just his ultimate which uh, once again if he feels like the exact same fucking character yep. obviously he's better right like it does aoe magic damage for some reason which i don't understand but like it kind of does the exact same thing i guess it's a little bit more like clear to see what's happening but it's like honestly barely mid scope <laughs> is it more clear to see what's happening i feel like it's kind of he has uh, a big burst of like energy verse before. Like it was just like a sound effect. Then he kind of glue a little mm, bit. Yeah,
0: I guess so. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh, he definitely feels like a better character. Yeah, you just gave his passive and active, and then that was kind of the only change, right? So yeah. I, I don't know. It's um, yeah, you're, you're you're. I agree there.
1: Next is Yumi, who uh, got the treatment where they removed the stun from her ultimate, changed her Q to be like a heal thing, removed her heal and made it a shield, um, removed the adaptive force and changed it to like being more attack damage thing, added the best friend bonus, probably the biggest mid scope that we've seen,
0: I would say. Yeah, I think so too. Um, And I think probably the most problematic, I'm trying to think what other ones there have been.
1: there's only three left after this it's nico rel ivern um
0: okay so maybe not the most problematic but maybe (laughs) still i don't know it's she she's been uh, a menace for a long time um i think we are kind of not like yumi like apologists or anything like that but she's definitely more okay than a lot of people will will indicate um but i feel like they they've made her like less interactive in lane somehow it's
1: just sad because like their goal definitely was to make her a beginner character that's like not good for like high level of play. Yeah, and she's still pretty good for high level of play, mm-hmm. mostly due to Zeri. By the way, she's like kind of not played without Zeri. Yeah, that's what, that's like what I'm a thinking. Couple too, yeah. A couple times with the Felios, she's honestly like played either with Zeri or to deny her from Zeri. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Uh which is like a little funny. Um But I don't know. I I, I, I just. She's just boring, um, and I don't think boring characters should be ever seen in pro. It's the same thing with like Nefari, Nef- Nefari, whatever the new dog character mm-hmm. is, um, where her being simple but an assassin means she's not going to see pro play or she's going to be overpowered, right? Yeah, her numbers uh,
0: have to be like giga cracked, or it just don't happen.
1: Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I don't know. I feel like it, as much as like the one thing I, people hate Yumi so much, and I, I feel like I'm maybe a little bit of a Yumi-, Yumi apologist. I do think that there is a world in which. Making her so she's just not pickable and pro isn't a bad thing.
0: Yeah, I guess my, um, we can talk about that as a little, I guess, debate topic at some yeah. point. Um, but I, I think at that point, like, where is the line and who, like, what what value, like, what, what data is used to determine if, if a character should be, you know, removed from pro play or not? I would just
1: say, like, have pros, like, vote on it, like, overall from regions, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think it's, like, a bad thing if she wants to be a beginner character. I don't even think she's, like, bad in solo queue right now. Like, I, I don't think, like, I see her. She's not, like, turbo weak, but she's also not, like, oh, my God, there's a fucking Zeri, so they get to play this 4v5 where they auto-win the game. Um, I think she's, like, actually in a really good solo queue spot. I just think that it's really lame to see the best players in the world play the easiest character in the game, right?
0: But I can agree with, yeah, and I, I think, like... um. I don't know. I I mean, obviously it's not an easy fix or it would have been fixed by now, but um, yeah, I, can, I think it'd be I cool can... if all the
1: pros voted on it, right? Like what, if every single pro across like all the major regions voted on, if they want Yumi in the game for like this season or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they came to the conclusion that they don't like, why not? Right.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I cool. Don't know.
1: Uh, next is Nico, who uh, is obviously a recent update um, with all the changes. She can turn into a bunch of shit. Um, I think overall the idea is probably one of the strongest mid scopes that they've had. Um, oh I yeah. yeah. I think she's so too. good for mm-hmm. the game. Yeah. Um, but I think she's really interesting.
0: Yeah. It's definitely leaned into the like trickster disguise thing um, more than it was previously, um, which may be a good thing. Maybe not a good thing. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I like the change because I, I think like she went from what zero percent playwright to actually seeing some play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm always a fan of like characters getting picked. So I, I think I'm okay with it, but I can definitely understand people being, I don't know, anti Nico because she warps the game or has warped the game so like so much recently.
1: Yeah, there probably should be some sort of, like, way to deal with, like, her turning into random shit. Um, I do think they're doing a good job of making it so, like, it's not... If you know that she's something, it's less of a threat, right? Like, making the uh ult timer or yeah. whatever. Because I'm not sure if you saw the Caps clip from, like, two weeks ago mm-hmm. in LEC, where he's literally just sitting as a minion in wave. The enemy mid laner knows he's a minion in wave. And he still um, gets the kill. But because you can disguise your ult for yeah. the entire duration, he just ults and then flashes on him, right? Mm-hmm. Or a protobelts towards him, I guess, is what he did, because I don't think you can flash during it. Where it's like the fact that the enemy mid you, you knew, can he, can knew. he knew that the enemy mid knew he, did he flash
0: yeah you can flash oh you can flash which uh, is really like, funny because like compare that to hey we're not letting Galio taunt and yeah. flash at the same time
1: but it's just like fuck like it, it feels like it, in that scenario there's no way that nico should ever have advantage yeah. right that's yeah. like the exact scenario where she shouldn't have advantage mm-hmm. um i don't know whether it's like maybe you should be able to damage the the thing and then immediately knock her out of it or like she even gets like a micro sum when she gets knocked out of it or something like that like there should be some sort of state where if you know that she's disguised something you should have an advantage over her
0: yeah um, and I, I think I
1: do think them removing that stealth thing is like definitely the the first start to it
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: but she's cool uh next is rel who they just kind of swap some shit around um I think I, she's way more fun to play now,
0: yeah, I think it's kind of hard to have an opinion like this early, I guess um. But I, I think like going from old rel to current rel couldn't have been anything but an improvement, right? Like the the old rel was just I, I feel like very clunky and not terribly fun to play.
1: Yeah, she felt like shit to walk around with, which is a fucking issue.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, when that's like half of your half of your 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 kit.
1: Mm -hmm. it is like it's interesting because she's still like slow when she like walks around now but she doesn't feel as shitty when she's walking around like she's quicker but like obviously still slowed Mm -hmm. um i don't feel bad playing i've only played her twice i think since the rework but i played her once like before the rework and i was like fuck i'm never playing this character again
0: (laughs) yeah i mean when you hit the combo it feels really really good and when you don't hit the combo it feels really really bad at least on the old old realm yeah yeah
1: Yeah, new rail's fun, though. I like her. Uh, She's probably still too strong, but I feel like that might taint our opinion a little bit too much, seeing it so soon. Same with, like, Iverm, which we're going to talk about right now, where I don't think any of the changes they made is necessarily, like, game-shifting. You know what Mm I mean? Um, He is released in a very strong state, which I think affects our opinions of him. Yeah, for
0: sure.
1: But, like, the basis of Daisy can apply on hits and his bushes are less permanent things, I think it's probably a good direction overall, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think so as well. It um, is It is. It it is kind of hard to say because it is also still new. Um, but I, it's got to be a good change as well, right? His play, play rate was so low.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, he still has a pretty low play rate. I mean, uh, fucked. <laughs> I, I always think it's so interesting when new characters or reworked characters have like low play rates after. Did you see the, the post about Renata today? No, I didn't. Renata has the second lowest play rate in the game, Hmm. um, which is super interesting because I think she's a relatively interesting character. Um, And it's just interesting when new characters, she obviously is like a year old at this point, um, maybe even like more than a year old, have low play rates, right? Because obviously like the player base doesn't resonate with them or whatever. Um, And Rel was probably one of the lowest play rate characters in the game. Now she's relatively high player yeah. obviously because
0: she's overpowered but yeah.
1: even if i think she gets nerfed i think still think she has a higher player rate after than she did before
0: yeah i think so too um but it, specifically with renata i feel like she's really really bad into enchanters and enchanters have been the meta for such a long time
1: that's what a lot of people are saying like i, I usually don't like agree with reddit too much but like it feels yeah. like she's very much a she's one of the supports that you kind of have to counter pick with right she's She's this character who has engaged tools, right? Her Q's is, like, pretty fun to use. Her ult, obviously, is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, her bailout's a really good ability. Like, all those abilities are sick, but, like, because her Q is low range, because her ult needs, like, setup, it feels like you have these niche scenarios where she's good. Yeah. Whereas, like, you can't be a rel one trick. I mean, you sure, you, I mean, not a Rel, you can't be a Renata one trick. Obviously, you could be, but, like, you have a lot of losing lanes if you're just picking uh, Renata every game.
0: Mm-hmm yeah for sure but
1: I think she's interesting I fucking like her a lot I just think that I understand I, I, I honestly don't think it's actually her thematic or how fun she is to play or how weak or strong she is it just feels like she might be one of the only like counterpick supports
0: yeah 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 and that's a that's a good way to put it because a lot of them are you know just lock them in it doesn't really matter um, what the opponent picks so yeah that's a that's definitely a drastic shift cool
1: um that's kind of it for all the mid scopes. do you think mid scopes overall are a success do you, would you like to see more of them what do you like to see like other types of scopes obviously like because we're at the point now where we're seeing like i would say one um full champion rework a year like Uter this year fiddle next year was it fiddle next year i think it's fiddle right no skarner skarner Wait, we already <laughs> had Fiddle. yeah i was gonna say yeah yeah i was trying to think of what character it was um we're seeing comprehensive gameplay updates, which seems like the middle between Champion yeah. and Champion mm-hmm. uh, mid scopes, which was really in Seoul. Uh, and then we're seeing mid scopes, which we're seeing upwards of like five a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like it's it's a good middle ground. Like the reality is, it it's spices stuff up. Like, what's the lowest pick rate character in the game right now? Like, uh,
0: overall, I wonder. Oh, I don't know. That's a good question.
1: Let me check. Uh, It's already all ranks. Yeah, all ranks, pick rate. Lowest pick rate is. I'm trying to find someone who's, like, their main role because I don't yeah, want to like Yeah, yeah, you're off. not
0: going to pick like, Sona Top or whatever.
1: Yeah, because everything's uh, off-roll for these mm-hmm. characters. Um, it seems like... Fuck, everything's off-roll. I wish there was a good way of doing this, a, car- a site that has, like, all um, data.
0: Yeah, all, like, the meta picks.
1: I'm assuming it's something like Skarner, which makes sense because he's getting, like, the, the rework. But after that, I wouldn't know what it is. Because, like, th- that character would be the character I'd look at, right?
0: Yeah, I guess some... we can just kind of look by role. Like Wukong top, I guess. I don't know. Okay, I
1: found I found a better site. I'm using OP.GG. The the lowest pick rate character in the game is oh, this is no every roll still. What the fuck? I don't know how to do this.
0: <laughs> um looks like like zero point six percent is the lowest pick rate for anything that I'm seeing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I guess. I don't know. Skarner, Vigar mid, um Tahm Kench bottom totally pretty low yeah, Vigar, ad carry things like that
1: yeah none of those stand out is like like they need to be like changed though right compared to like like yeah. skarner's an obvious one when i see skarner at the bottom of like jungle picks yeah uh, i go that character needs to be changed which he is which is fucking good
0: yeah i don't know that's a that's a really good question i i feel like that would be a good round table um yeah which i'm what sure we needs the next probably are, have already asked yeah well i guess we've done yeah. rework but maybe not um uh mid scope.
1: Yeah, maybe next week I'll do like what character you want to see changed and what type of rework do they need, like full scale, comprehensive, mm-hmm. or mid scope sort of thing. But yeah, cool, cool,
0: hm. um, awesome. Should we get into the roundtable now?
1: Yeah. So last question was, what are your goals for next splits ranked climb from our Twitter? Nasejo says I'm new to rank, so when the new rank comes out, Emerald would be great. But honestly, I'm not sure how motivated if I'm motivated enough for the number of games necessary. Uh, Trevor our new patron says I've been playing league for about six months and only this last split and ranked so going from bronze to at least silver and hopefully gold to be epic that would be epic uh, and then from our discord uh, Shinku says I work full time I have a family I play multiple games a day Honkai star rail uh, <laughs> punishing gray raven call of dragons monster hunter Diablo 4 uh, I hit gold is AD carry support jungle now I want to hit gold is mid lane hey join our mid lane yeah job. <laughs> uh, actual yordle says uh, emerald Ivory. only um <laughs> Frosty says, I hit my master tier promos a couple of times, but never cracked into it. Been a streaky player, end up dropping dropping back down to D2, D3. So hopefully I can break that barrier on my main account. Then we'll be uh, competing on a new account with a friend in our own off-roll challenge to try to break diamond on this fresh account, playing support only. Wow. Oh, yeah, that sick. And then CMK said, my first season playing rank consistently. I made it high silver starting from placement in iron. Wow. Hmm. Uh, I'm hoping to be able to make it to high gold, if not low emerald next split. That's an awesome goal.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. What a what a what a climb.
1: Yeah, that's sick. I've seen like a ton of people like start an iron this season and make it to like silverish, which is really, really good to see.
0: And shows I shows that you're making improvement. You know what? Special shout out to Oklahoman for hitting diamond. Um and was the subject of, of our one of our Discord discussions, um, where you thought like maybe I should just make another account and try to climb on that and like, you know, maybe I, I don't think he ever thought like oh maybe my account is cursed and i can't win with it but you know definitely um had some some good blues yeah had some had some feelings based on like things that we had discussed on the podcast before and toughed it out hit a hit a nice win streak and and end up reaching a rank that he had never reached before so hey if he can do it so can you just don't give up
1: yeah this week's a question is, who is a champion that you think is easier than they look, and who is a champion that you think is harder than they look? Why?
0: Ooh. Um, this is a tough one. A bit I, of a toughie? Yeah, a bit of a toughie. I feel like LeBlanc is a character that looks um, easier than she is, mm-hmm. and um, a character who's harder. That one, I don't know. Probably... Probably cassante Cause Yeah. Because I, I, I don't think, like, okay, I, obviously, like, he's just, I don't know, picked all the time in, in every role in I mean, Forever, but he's, I think you're like, right, pretty though. tough to play.
1: I mean, like, we, we we had this long discussion on Discord, I think, yesterday, where, like, he is the lowest win rate, like, first-time character in the game right now. Mm-hmm. Um Whereas, like, so, like, the example I use, because we are like, comparing, like, oh, he's like, he's like a bad... Someone said he's a bad character because he's a 45% win rate, right? Which I think most high level players will say that he's probably one of the best characters in the yeah. game. He's definitely the best top laner in the game. Mm. Um, which is hard to... It's weird to say because he has a 45% win rate, right? Um, but the issue is, if you look at first-tying stats in Plat Plus, he starts at 42% win rate for people who mm. are 1st timing him. And then it takes him, like, 30 games to get up to 50%, which compare him to Orin, man, Orin game one, if you're playing Orin for the first time in platinum, you're at a 50% win rate on that character. That's so funny. And in 10 actually. games, you're like 60%. Like, huh. like, like the difference, like is, is crazy. So he's obviously a pretty steep learning curve character. For, yeah. Like, top lanes. Hmm. Interesting.
0: Yeah. And I, I don't know. There's, there's a reason he's continually picked. Um, I feel like every single game in competitive, um, I think he only yeah, has, he has like 97% like the, He only has the, the one bad matchup in like jacks and that's, basically it and that's
1: even like a skill matchup i would say
0: yeah and what a fun skill matchup it is to watch to be uh to be honest (laughs) that's a fun one cool
1: um for myself i think my character that is harder to play than they look is katarina um i feel like a ton of people like to like oh, roll your face on the keyboard thing i think she's actually like super hard to play i also think she's hard to pick out i think she's She's harder to pick up than she is to play overall, if that makes sense. Like, I think you learning dagger placements and when to drop daggers is not intuitive at all. That's something yeah. that you have to watch a video on. You're not fucking picking up Katarina and in 10 games figuring out how to optimally place daggers, I think. Yeah. Um. But I also think she's, like, harder to play, like, later in the game, too. People, like, act like you just build a couple items and then she kills everyone. But I don't think that's the case.
0: I think it's the um, same thing that, like, uh, I will readily admit this. Um, I have this with Aurelia. um. Where like, because you see like all these, I don't know, synops clips and, and things like that of, um, you know, they're and one at, I don't know, like four minutes and then they 1v2 the jungler like pretty easily. But the amount of times they get the, the mark resets and, and procs off of the queue and things like that is like, it, it is pretty hard to, to do that reliably. Um, so obviously a character, if you can do that, should be rewarded.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I also think like it's one of those things where a lot of people conflate the idea of like her being easier because she can go bottom lane and she kills people. Like I, I do think she has one of the easier roam to kill success rates out of mid yes, laners. Yeah. Um but I don't think that like that-, that feels like it's separate from her being hard to play or easy to play, you mm-hmm. know? What I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like
1: it- it's like the same thing with like, like like in theory you could interpret this question as like I think um Aloy is hard to play. Cause she's hard to win on. Right. Which that, that's kind of not really the question. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: like, mm-hmm. uh, cool. And then my, my character that I think is way easier to play than they are, than they look is fucking Riven. I, I fucking think oh, interesting. Actually, okay. like, a pretty easy character. I think she's actually kind of hard to win on by the way. Uh, I just think that like all the hard parts about Riven are all things that you don't have to do. Right. You yeah. don't need to animation cancel. You don't need to fast combo. You don't need to do any of that stuff to play Riven to a like winnable level. Um, I just think that, like, that's where she all of her hardness comes from. Like, if you're playing Riven to 100%, I think she probably is close to one of the hardest characters in the game. I okay. just think that 99% of the players yeah. don't play her to that level and do fine with her. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I um I, I think that's a, a pretty fair assessment. Um, hmm. I'm also yeah. a Riven hater, so. <laughs> Understandable. Um, Cool. If they want to send in their answers... They can hit us up on our Twitter at LeagueCast. They can send us an email,
1: mail at LeagueCastPodcast.com. Or they can come into our Discord and post in a roundtable. That's Discord.gg slash LeagueCast.
0: Sweet. We we are going to jump into Mail Fight now. Um, And the first email is from Big Mike. Hey, boys, wanted to here your takes on true damage. I play a lot of Ornn, and thankfully, I'm only silver, so I don't see many Fioras. But man, is that champ busted? You don't even have to play her particularly well into tanks, and she just wins because of her true damage and healing. Do you think true damage is balanced, and should I just get good? If it isn't balanced, then how would you change it? Big Mike. Um, I think this is a very good uh, response to the question you just posed, Aiden, because I actually think Fiora is um, relatively difficult to play, uh, at least um to the level that a lot of people make it out to be mm-hmm. uh, I think a a, a a large amount of the frustration with Fiora is um the like misuse of abilities when she still has her repost up her parry you, you know if you're if you are I, I don't know I'm just going to pick something really really like super obvious mm-hmm. um but if you're Uh, and you're running at fiora with bear stance right or ram stance now that's a that's a pretty easy parry but you know so if you let her get the parry off and and die as a result of it you know oh that get character so op well why did you use that stance while she had like the the counter up for it um and i think a a lot of players don't don't really consider um the the like uh, there's a lot of uh, abilities that are just worth holding on to so she isn't able to repost them but then she's down an ability um so i don't i don't know there's there's something that to be said about her being a squishy melee character um, she does a lot of damage but she once that parries down like she's pretty um i don't know she's pretty vulnerable
1: i guess yeah my opinion on like that specifically um is that It's weird because I I do think she's a character that varies a lot by ELO. um,
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: Where I I think that, yeah, sure, if you're, like, playing low ELO, maybe Fiora feels super OP, but she's one of the few characters that, like, you'll constantly hear pros talk about how she's a good character if you're playing in Korea because you have 9 ping, right? Mm -hmm. She's one of the few characters that at the top level of play, it matters that you have, like, 30 ping, right? Like, if you have a 30 ping, like, there's there's people who will be, like, (laughs) you'll see, like, a pro, like, uh, come from Korea and play in NA and they'll be like, oh, Fiora's unplayable on 30 pig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like 40-pig or whatever, which yeah. is fucking crazy to say. Obviously, she's not actually unplayable there. Um, but like my only gripe with Fiora that I'll, I'll give them some credit for is that I think that there's been a lot of stuff in the game recently, that has made her easier. I think, for example, her going grasp. I think in like ninety percent of matchups now has made her a lot easier than when you'd go like uh, Conqueror or like even Fleet or what anything like that. Um, you can she grasp trades probably too easily. That's fair when she can like mm-hmm. grasp into like uh, what's the heal ease Sunderer. she can grasp into Sunderer, proc people like really really easily i think that's like a little bit lame i think when you get to the higher levels of play and fiora start using their uh riposte as an attack speed slow rather than as a this really cool counter move Mm -hmm. um like stuff like that makes me be like fuck this character yeah it's so lame Um that being said at her core though she's still one of the hardest characters that all high level players will be like damn you need low ping to play this character or else like she's not playable
0: yeah, yeah, you need low ping and in, in good hands, um, Yeah, which is, I, I don't know, it was just a, a funny juxtaposition where we had that, and then the, uh, you know, you just win because of damage and healing. Um, how yeah, do you yeah. feel about true damage as a whole, I suppose?
1: It's needed for the game, right? Like, I, I I'm not necessarily, like, the biggest fan, especially when there's characters who have a lot of it. Like, I think Gwen probably does too much true damage, I think. Camille's honestly not that bad anymore. She used to be, like, kind of a menace with it. Um, like, I don't feel ever feel bad about Vayne or Cogma's true damage, for example. Like, I think there's just some characters that maybe, like, use it too well. But overall, it, like, it, it's a needed part of the game. I don't think you could have the game in its current state without having access to true damage on characters.
0: Yeah, that's kind of how I feel as well. Like, it's a... I, I think the the issue is not necessarily true damage it's like max hp scaling true damage where it doesn't it doesn't really feel like you have the ability to to counter it with any purchase or anything like that but at the end of the day i also don't think it's the absolute worst that you're not able to counter it um because the the intent is that you're building it on characters to kill like tanky characters and you know if you historically at least armor has been uh armor and mr have been like very powerful items um so i'm I'm kind of okay with there being a way to count counter that i guess
1: yeah it just feels like let's just say we we tomorrow we rebalance the game so like there's no true damage it's like fuck man it makes characters like cog vein camille just feel like you just give them more damage in the place. You know what I mean? Like imagine Vayne, but like you, instead oh, of wait, I, the true
0: damage. You are saying Cog? I think he only has the true damage on, on his passive.
1: Oh, is it, I thought it's. I thought it. Oh, it's just max health damage. Sorry. Mm, um, that's okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> in my head, it's like always true damage. But yeah. yeah. It's just magic damage for that. Oh, he just um, hits
0: me so hard. It's always true damage.
1: Yeah, because it's such a high percentage. Yeah. No, But like, let's just say Vayne, for example. Okay. Imagine her third proc is just like a burst of physical damage.
0: Yeah, she's <laughs> butt cheeks then, right? Like she's. Like just, I, like, I would say just almost pl- like borderline yeah. unplayable
1: even if you like buff it to like the point where it does like comparable damage it's just like i don't know man it just feels so sad right
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know i'm okay with it being the game i can understand the frustration of trying to play a tank who is um behind and like trying to match a split of a character with a lot of true damage and there's like uh i, I what am i going to build into fiora that she can't just kill me still um, but i also think like to some Degree like that is Fiora's purpose is to, to beat tanky champions in a one v one. So don't be in a scenario where she's allowed to, um, where she's allowed to excel in that in in her strength. So
1: yeah, you're also playing a role that like uh overall has pretty hard counters. So like if you are like first picking your Orin, like you are leaving yourself open to like lots of counter picks. I wouldn't say it's just even Fiora too, right? Like. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I feel like it's partially probably the role that makes you feel that way a little bit. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That That's that's very true. Counterpick and top lane feels really, really bad. So Like, if
1: you're playing... Let's just say he's like a tank Sejuani jungle main. He probably, like... Even though, like, that character has the same weakness of true damage yeah, from, like, Fiora, he probably, like, wouldn't feel as bad about
0: it. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, because you're not laning versus them a lot of the time. It's just... You know, is any time you gank their lane. But...
1: Do you, do you ever like have a character that you ban every game and then you've banned them for like 3 months or whatever. So you go, you know what, it's probably not that bad and then you don't ban them and then you get your shit kicked in. Yes, by them. absolutely. Every every
0: yeah. once in a while it'll be it'll be a pike. Um Yeah. I'm I'm I have a gap in my fucking brain when it comes to playing in spike. I don't think he's like OP or anything like that, but like Jesus, I can't do it. Yeah, it's just super funny. Mm-hmm. Cool. How about you? Anything you you have one like
1: uh, that or? I mean, I just like I go back and forth between banning Gwen and Fiora. Uh, I'll ban like a Fiora every single game, and then I'll be like, "Fuck, I just lost to a Gwen." So like, I'll ban Gwen for a game. Oh, and they'll pick I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'll be like, "Why the fuck did I do that?" That's
0: so funny, <laughs> actually. <laughs> but it's always good.
1: Cool uh cool next email is from uh Neu. um it says uh aiden on behalf of team one nayu little pp titties and bitties spider <laughs> demon speed Thanks you for putting this uh together it's been really fun and especially for myself it's been a great way to enjoy playing some champs that i've never touched before uh looking forward to another tournament thank you again nayu uh p.s no i will not stop being what uh, otp <laughs> queen. <quit. laughs> that's funny i'm glad people like got to play stuff that they normally wouldn't play um it's fun watching people play stuff.
0: Yeah, it was really fun. We we got to see a lot of um I, I think variance between trying to take the game really seriously and make a good comp and just having like wacky shit because you have like you, you drafted it, you know, or, or you got yeah. you got dealt it.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. It, it was it was a blast. I really liked it. Um I'm glad people also enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So cool.
0: Cool. Um, and our last email is from Aiden. Hey, hello, hello cast It's Aiden here, aka IkeMain420AG on Discord, aka FunkyPantsOw on the Rift. Uh, and oh, maybe it's FunkyPantsOW. Uh, ow. <laughs> ow. Um, and one of the newer patrons, it's been a long time since I've emailed, but nevertheless, I'm still an avid listener. I started working a job with a long commute this, summer, commute this summer, so I've been listening to all the old episodes of the podcast on your website. I love hearing about League before I started playing. It's super interesting learning about how much of a problem Silas was, what you thought of Yumi when she came out, and your reaction to the end of Twisted Tree Line. I was expecting you guys to ha- have a very sad initial reaction to the end of the 3v3 mode, but you all seemed glad they would be focusing their resources in other places. Just w- uh, wish I was able to try it out once or use it for custom games. I'm also wondering if there are any older episodes than the ones on the website I can listen to. Uh, to my knowledge, they go back to March 2020, or I'm sorry, March 2019, when they reworked Kale and Morgana. I also had a simple question for you guys. What is the best play you've witnessed live, whether it was watching a pro game or playing a game yourself? For a pro game, I'm not an avid viewer uh, and have only been watching on and off the past couple years. The best fly I remember watching live was Cloud9 uh, Fudge's Leeson Insect on RD Galaxia. He played amazing all game, and Leeson is just so fun to watch in general. Let me know what you guys think speaking of great live plays i was on team four grag Bod, this past weekend and i'm so glad our closest game was streamed it was the game we played some url and we had some crazy exhilarating team fights the format was super cool and i really liked how we played against our own champion pool for three games just like we played it for three games thank you so much for hosting can't wait for the next one sorry sorry for the long email aiden um so should we approach this like just from the top you think yeah yeah i think that's a good way um are you aware of any older episodes
1: uh, no, when we like redid our hosting oh, and stuff like to- that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, we swapped everything over, and it was kind of like the discussion of like, should one of us spend <laughs> days of our time downloading all the old episodes and then re-uploading them somewhere mm-hmm. else? And we went, nah, nah. <laughs> um, so no, uh, there, this, is, uh, we only have up to then, uh, locally hosted, and then on stuff like Spotify, it only like shows the last one hundred. But I think we have like anything back to like yeah the kale morgana like update which is still like three years but
0: Mm -hmm. but yeah understandable if you wanted to to listen to to more Um, yeah yeah yeah, it just would cost us a a decent amount of of time more time effort to to do it (laughs) so Uh, we have opted against it um next up what is the best pro play we've seen live hmm
1: pro play or like something in
0: your games oh or in our games yeah, Well, I'm so never going to be like, a yeah. your games that are Yeah, they pop <laughs> off. Than... Um, uh, if you have something in mind, you can go ahead. I'm, I'm still thinking.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, probably like the Cloud9 TSM 2016 finals, 2015 summer final, where it's okay. like the double evolution play, um, mm-hmm. versus like we're kind of like one v 5s Cloud9. That plays like yeah. really really cool. Mostly because I was there live. I think that's like probably why it sticks out the most. Yeah. Um, that being said, <laughs> literally, I was talking about Nick before. I've, I've been playing on my, like, Smurf account, which is, like, D3 or whatever. Last night, I played against, like, obviously, like, a Challenger booster. I played on this guy's account. And he might be the best solo key player I've ever played against. Like, not even, like, joking either. Like, obviously, sometimes people overreact. But, like... yeah. I don't even know how, like, a Yon plays this well consistently, I mean, like, every single time, like, he'd, like, go in and, like, do all this shit perfectly, and then we'd be like, holy fuck, that was crazy, and then he'd just immediately come at us again from a different angle. <laughs> like,
0: do it the like, exact would... same, like, perfect way?
1: Yeah, I'd be like, oh, fuck, mm-hmm. we were all recently calling under tower, we just got, like, fucked up by him, but then he comes over a raptor wall, doing the exact <laughs> same shit. <Yeah. laughs> like, it happened, like, three or four times, where I'm like, this guy is relentless.
0: Yeah. I I had a Yon today, like, uh, probably the only reason I even won that game, um but pretty like that character is so cool. I really wish I had picked him for my mid lane pool. Yeah. Maybe that's something we can talk about in the, in the future. Cause uh, I, I yeah. feel like uh, I would like to make a, a change. Just one.
1: And Colton and I talked about it a little bit, like just the two of us We were saying that like we should, at the very least, um, even if we don't do like, we can decide if we want to like change up characters mm-hmm. before we start or whatever. But like, I think at the very least, like doing it like every two weeks, we can each add a character or something like that. Um, wouldn't be like a bad thing to do. Um, Mm-hmm. Or like even like every week, like we rotate one of us as a character wouldn't be like bad. Um, I don't know, it's just like something to like keep it fun. The reality yeah. is it's supposed to be a fun thing, so
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I think I think I'm gonna go with. There's one particular um, Baron fight in the uh spoiler. Uh, I'm gonna pick a CLG moment, but in the CLG SKT. A group stage game um in I think it was twenty fifteen MSI twenty sixteen MSI maybe. Um where it's just like I, I don't know. It's played like perfectly from uh like from the CLG members the like get a, a poppy slam onto um Fakers LeBlanc. Yeah, Fakers LeBlanc. Um it just like I, I don't know, super hype at the time. It was it felt like holy shit! Like CLG's going to 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 beat a Korean team. Um, so I, I probably that one. That whole game is really fun though. And then I also feel the same way about um, uh, the RNG game where they were down like 10k gold and, and came back. Um, for cool. sure. And then um, oh yeah, I guess uh, just a a bit of thankful thankfulness for the uh um for the for the format so a lot of people uh, feeling feeling positive about that one
1: yeah i think it's fun
0: uh awesome thank you aiden and thank you aiden this one and uh thank you to everyone for listening uh if you want to send us an email it's mail uh at leadcastpodcast.com Send us a... I'm sorry. Watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash and and Frost. On LeeCast, we... Uh, fuck. On Twitter, we are <laughs> Lee Cast. I'm really tired. On Facebook or LeeCast, visit our website LeeCastPodcast.com. Join our Discord server, Discord.gg forward slash LeeCast, and support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash LeeCast. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.